Neil tricked me. He said we were just going out for a brisk walk. This is like an army special forces training type walk. All right, welcome to today's video. Uh, I've gone into the woods here for a walk because you've probably seen it on the news. There's a massive storm going through the UK today. It is absolutely freezing. Schoolboy error. I forgot to wear gloves. So all of my army buddies are probably watching this and laughing. Yeah, I forgot to wear my gloves. My hands are almost blue already. So let's see how we get on. And yes, I am going to be a little out of breath going up this uphill uh, terrain here. So I thought today I would do one of those videos that I only do once every year, once every two years, where I respond to um, a lot of criticism. A lot of people who love to criticize um, some of my points and come up with all these amazing scientific facts and theories to uh, counter some of the, the videos I make. So I thought I'd start today with uh, the video I made last week on stockpiling. So going to the store, beating the inflation by stocking up on some you know, household items and food, long life food right now. And that took a huge amount of heat on that video. So the main argument was that I'm causing a panic and I'm the one that's to blame for all the empty shelves because I'm telling people to stock up. That is not how this works. That is not how the food supply works. The food supply is demand driven, okay? People say that, you know, they're just basically repeating what they see on the mainstream media. I can always tell the people that watch my channel from the comments, uh, those people who just watch the mainstream media because they just repeat whatever propaganda the MSN says. So the main one at the moment then, the main bit of propaganda is you should only buy a couple of days worth of food. Only buy what you need to eat over the next couple of days. This is absolutely crazy. And I mean crazy. Human beings have been stockpiling food for centuries, if not thousands of years, humans have been stockpiling food. So to say then that humans all of a sudden shouldn't be stockpiling is just nuts. I mean, we, we could ask anyone living in California right now with where they have earthquakes regularly, if they have, you know, no pantry, no uh, cupboard where they store food or where they don't store bottled water. You won't find many people, I don't think, unless they're, you know, the younger generation living in their apartments. But everyone knows you, when you live in areas of natural disaster as well, you've got to have food stored up. What about people in uh, the Midwest or in rural communities or Canada, places like that, where you get loads and loads of snow? I remember before being on exercises and I've been just, I don't know, waist level above in snow. I remember when I was a kid one day, we had so much snow that we couldn't get out the front door because it was all the way up the front door. You just couldn't get out. I just don't understand why people think that you shouldn't have any food stored at all. And that it's, uh, you know, what I said about go out now and buy, you know, your products and, and your food before they raise prices. This is just obvious. I mean, some people are just gone. I think people have just lost their mind over the last uh, two years to say that you should only buy food every day. I mean, this is just nuts. The next thing I wanted to mention, again, more uh, heat on this one, was that I made the video last week talking about debt and how we've got some of the highest levels of debt now, personal debt, we have ever seen right before I believe a recession is coming. 
to me, this is crazy that people are taking on more and more debt. And of course, the criticism is, oh, Neil, you're rich, blah, blah, blah. You don't know what it's like. Yeah, I might have money now, but it wasn't always the case. I didn't grow up in a, a rich family or anything like that. I mean, I joined the army. How many rich people joined the army as a regular soldier? I mean, come on, get real here. So these people that are saying, I can't, you know, live anywhere that isn't like upper class and it has to be very wealthy and elite and all this nonsense. I deserve it. No, you deserve what you earn, right? You work hard, you go out there, you hustle, you, you do your job, you do a good service to the community and you get paid for it. That's the way it works. The other flip side of the argument is people are saying, oh, well, poor people have zero money. So it's okay for them to take on all this debt because otherwise they'd be even more poor. Okay, I get the argument behind that, but I don't agree with it because it's just gonna make the situation worse. Even if you get 0% APR on this debt or whatever else you're talking about, what do you think is gonna happen when that 0% that period ends? It's gonna be much worse. You're gonna end up 10, 15, 20, even 40% APR per year. Okay, next topic then is log burners. Wow, the climate people absolutely love me on this one. Man, guys, remind me never to do this uphill again. Why did I do it uphill? I should have done it downhill. Trying to like say all this stuff with a lot of energy and, and oxygen whilst going uphill. In, let, me, let me show you my wellies as well. I should have put my hiking boots on, but I thought it would be really muddy up here. Uh, was not a good move. Okay, so log burners then. Let's talk about log burners. So people are saying, Neil, you're responsible for killing the planet and destroying the ozone layer. Number one, the ozone layer is nothing to do with it. Jeez. Number two, log burners are not killing the planet. Goodness me. It probably accounts for 0 0.00000 however many zeros, 0.1% of all CO2 emissions. I mean, this, this is crazy what people are saying. Oh, if just 1% of your subscribers goes out and gets it, it will cause, you know, so much CO2 emissions and, and completely reverse all the things that we've achieved in the last two years. No, it wouldn't even make a blip on the radar. You've got record high gas, electricity, heating oil, and all these other prices at the moment record, record high. I mean, some of them are up 150% to 300%. And people think, right, like, look where I am right now. Look at all the wood. There's just everywhere. There's wood everywhere. Free, free wood. And you can go to most places. You will find loads of free wood. I, I know when I walk around, even when I was living in the city, people would always be cutting down trees. They have to get those chippers to break it all down, things like that. Oh, thank you, Lord, we have a straight now. I can catch my breath again. And I've just said to these guys loads of times, they've already got these huge chainsaws. Hey, buddy, can you, you know, cut that up for me? I wanna take it home for my wood burner because I've got an ax, I'm gonna cut it, uh, split it anyway. Can you just cut all that wood up for me? I'll go and buy you a crate of beer. They always say, yeah, 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 go on, I'll, 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 I'll do it for you. Go and get that crate of beer. Because what are they, they, they've got to remove that wood anyway. So people say, oh, it's so hard to find wood though. It's so difficult. It's not hard. The wood is everywhere, especially if you're living rurally. You've got a lot of wood on your property. Why pay 3,000 pounds, euros, dollars, or whatever, a year in heating some people on their homes when they can just go out, install a log burner, which, yeah, okay, 
it's you know got an upfront capital investment on it but you're going to make your money back no problem at all on that and no you're not killing the planet this stuff is just mainstream media propaganda let me put this into perspective here have a look at how much co2 emissions businesses produce china some of these huge countries that just their factories are just constant burn and not just that some of the climate people who you know go after my channel all the time i'm not even saying anything negative towards climate change by the way and they still come after me for saying something like oh a log burner you look at some of the things that they approve of like um you know the wood chips burning all these wood chips (laughs) where do you think the wood chips come from they're cutting down trees to make these wood chips and then all the pellets and things like that and then they're putting them through the burners yet they get upset about a little uh, you know log burner when I recommend some people to get one another thing to look into is when you see the Amazon you know they're burning off parts of the Amazon millions of acres sometimes at a time or when you see these forest fires ripping through the west you know California and Oregon and places like that how much do you think they're burning off there Just one of those forest fires is probably the equivalent of all the log burners in the world when that goes through. I mean, come on, get real. Do the the research here. This is just common sense. Okay, next topic then. This was my favorite this week. I hope you can't hear all this wind because it's pretty crazy um, wind at the moment. Trees don't seem to be blowing that much though. I don't know, it's like a corridor coming through. So here was my favorite comment this week. Neil, you're lying about the bank closures. There aren't any bank closures. And then it goes on to say, even if there are bank closures, the reports say, oh, here we go, the reports from the banks. Yeah, because that's not unbiased. The reports say it's due to a lack of footfall. Right, again, this is a sort of nonsense that really winds me up when I read these comments. Oh, gosh, can you hear that wind? Oh, gosh, can you hear that wind? My eyes are going to just water in a minute. I'm going I'm to start crying about these negative comments. So let me give you an example then of these, uh, oh, they're only closing the branches due to um, footfall. I lived in Coventry in the, in the UK, big city for a while, and they had three of this type of bank that I uh, bank with there. Actually, there was four at one point. And then slowly they start closing these branches. And of course they did it, all of them, through the pandemic and they just had one open for three hours a day or something like that. Oh wow, look at this tree. Look at that. Whoa, look at that. Gosh. It's so strange how the trees in the corridor behind aren't blowing. But if we look over here, you can see. Well, look at the small trees as well. So yeah, they closed all of these branches in a city of 300 and, well, more than 350,000 people. It goes up to as many as 400,000 when all the students are in the city. So for people to say it's based on footfall, that's why they're closing these bank branches. Nothing to do with profits or, or anything like that or automating banking and things like that. People are talking absolute nonsense. They're, again, reading all of these reports from the banks themselves saying oh there's no footfall there's no footfall there's no footfall now you have to queue sometimes for one and a half two hours and they say to you oh you know you're better off coming back later on it's gonna be a two hour way oh we haven't got any advisors at the moment but before i didn't have to worry about any of that i'd be popping in 
oh yeah, quick 20 minutes sometimes was about the longest. Usually I just walk straight to the front, go to the counter, do what I need to do. And that's it. I'm done. Now it's at least an hour every time I try and go to, uh, well, when I tried to go to this branch and just on banking anyway, I've been telling you guys this for a couple of years now. Just look at what happened this week in Canada. Well, actually, so Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning, my time, which is UK time, I wake up to just a flood of craziness. None of it's on the mainstream media, but it's all over alternative platforms where can all the main banks in Canada, the big banks, were all down, all of them down because people were trying to transfer money. And this is a warning sign for you all. Why do you think they were all down at the same time? Why do you think a lot of the branches said, oh, we're taking a holiday today on a Friday? Why would they take a holiday on a Friday? That makes no sense. No sense at all. It's pretty obvious to me what's going on there. They cannot allow a banking run because they simply don't have the cash as sort of physical cash because it's all part of this big great reset. They don't want cash. They want to do away with cash. They want to get rid of all the cash. So of course, when you go in and try and withdraw cash, they're saying no straight away, but it's not even just that. They're stopping you from making withdrawals or transfers of digital cash as well. Oh, you can't transfer to a crypto platform. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, now let's freeze all the accounts of the truckers. Let's freeze GoFundMe. Oh, let's freeze all the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency wallets. Oh, let's call these people terrorists. I mean, come on. Are people that stupid? Um, It is crazy what's going on. So people like Trudeau, you know, he enacts all these insane policies, even though, you know, take the UK, for example, they've removed all the restrictions. A lot of countries have now, but yet Canada and Australia and some of the others are still acting like we're in the midst of the most deadly pandemic the world has ever seen. No, come on, guys, you, I know you are smart that watch this channel. This is not what they are saying. This is all about control. And this is another reason why I always say to get some physical gold and silver, maybe just some one ounce silver rounds, some junk silver, get something like that. Um, I always get asked, where do I buy gold and silver from? Well, if you look in the description, every single video has the same links below my video in the description. And it's got my recommendations for different things like gold and silver. Where do you buy the physical? Where do you get it allocation? If you, you know, if you're going to allocate a lot of money, you can't have it all in physical at your house. It's such a big security risk. So I talk about, you know, vaults and where you can get bullion allocation. Just look below and you'll see those links in a description. But coming back to the hypocrisy of Canada then, right? They allow, so after all of this stuff we're talking about and freezing all the accounts and everything else, and yet they allow money laundering, Yes, this is legit. They allow money laundering from all of these overseas investors from certain countries, shall we say, to buy up all of the real estate, buy up all the premium stuff, buy up all the family homes. So a normal family in Canada can't even afford a nice house to live in. I mean, this is surely everyone can see what's going on here. This is crazy. Uh Oh, I've kind of got lost here. I was just, I don't know, wasn't even thinking. I was so focused on that I've uh, lost my trail. Okay, let's go this way. Uh, Look at this. I mean, look how beautiful this is. Look at the standard of living I've got here. 
compared to one I had before. Couldn't be happier. We absolutely love it here. We have no intention of ever going back to a big city. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this little walk around today and enjoyed this scenery, beautiful scenery, and seeing me out of breath going up that, that hill there, almost tripping over and slipping a couple of times. But thanks for watching and clicking the like button and subscribing and everything else. I uh, hope to see you again very shortly. Take care. God bless.